get started. Okay, we're at the top of the page, and um, the words Shalachle, first line. Shalachle Rabbi Abba Bar Zavdo, Lemori Barmar. So Rabbi Abba Zavdo sent to Mori Barmar, he sent a message. He said, I want to hear what Rafuna's opinion. Rafuna was already elderly. And he said, ask him this, Shaila. A guy lives in his friend's courtyard without his knowledge. Does he have to pay for the rent? Or not? By the time the note got to him, Rafuna passed. Okay, so like, all right, so you didn't get any answers. So Amrli Rabba Barfuna. So Rabba Rafuna's son said, what my father told me, said, Mishmade the Rav in the name of Rav. So he had a tradition from Rav Rafuna was one of the prime students of Rav. And he said, not necessary to pay rent. The answer is that Nenav Zalikhasar is Potter. And yet there's another Allah, somebody who rents a house from Meruvain. Malas Khardashiman, he pays the rent to Shimon. What's the case there? So the question is, yeah, excellent question. Shimon Maivinity, why am I paying if I'm living in Ruvain's house? I pay rent. I in other words, Ruvain says, Would you like to rent my house? And he says, Yes, sure, he made a deal. I'm right over mouth. And then so uh, so the question is, Shimon and then he has to pay Shimon instead of Ruvain. My Shimon Maivinity, what does Shimon? Have anything to do with this house? If the house turns out that it's really Shimon. Ruvain, who rented you out the house, you said, I'm happy to pay rent. Right, Ruvain was a squatter. Okay, Ruvain knew the house was abandoned, and he's like, you know, he says, come live in this house. It's a beautiful arrangement. You just pay me, I only take cash, thank you very much. Whatever. And, uh, and you pay me the rent, you're living in a beautiful home. Sure enough, turns out that the, the roofing was never the owner of this house, it belonged to Shimon. So the, the guy who's living there, Levi, is going to have to pay the money. Instead of giving the money to Ruvain, who has no right to that money, he has to pay Shimon. Now, wait a second. Why? How did Tarti? The Gemara said, Tarti? These two halachas don't seem to fit in with each other. The first halacha says that obviously this is Shalom Shimon was out of the picture, right? He, had, uh, he was not around and he had no idea that Ruben was renting out his house to others. I think I actually read in the news about a, <laughs> a guy who, who, who hasn't paid rent in a long time but he, and he's subleasing and making money. Whatever. <laughs> um, whatever. Anyway, these things do happen. Anyway, so the Gemara answers, yes, it, it does make sense. This is a, a house that's meant for renting. So since it's normally a rented house, even though Shimon was not actually doing the rent, but it's standing for rent. So that's why he always has to pay. And this, you live in somebody's courtyard, that's not, he doesn't rent out his courtyard, so it's a different story. It Nami, similarly, Amar of Kibravin Amarav, Vamrila Amar of Kibravin Amarav Huna, Hadabrachat Kavish Lamitaita, Einatarklalasaskar, you don't have to. Vasokha buys me a year. Let's say there's a house that, you know, that, no, whatever, it's just like the city rents it out to you. Um, I guess affordable, the, affordable housing. Affordable housing, but basically, it's, uh, they, they didn't know who the owner was, so like, uh, they just, the city basically, 
is renting it out. Um, you pay to the owners. What's the story with the owners? They didn't know who the owner of this house was. So the, the city pretty much took it over, so it should be occupied. And, um, and then they find who the owner is, they figured it out. So, so the Skar the goes to them. Again, the question is, how do these two halachas apply? Work together. The if it stands for rent, it does not stand for rent. Next, again, you do not have to pay. Very interesting Svara. There's this demon called Shia. That's his name, Shia. Okay. Um, and uh, it's Yukashar. He, he breaks the, oh, no. the gate of a house. You're familiar with this idea. And that's the idea. Anybody who's in real estate is familiar with this idea. Empty house falls An apart. empty house falls apart. That's the idea. It's a, it's a phenomenon. It really is. It's just nobody living there. It, in, in, a, in a matter of uh, uh, what happens in two years is not the breakdown of 20 years in an occupied house. Now, the question is why? Here he's saying is that there's a demon that actually starts beating up on the house and making it fall apart. How um Khazili, I actually Khazili actually saw what this demon looks like. kitura. And Mamish gores like a it gores like a bull. Okay. That's how fast damage is. And this is true for many things that are abandoned. Okay? Rav Yosef Amar. Rav Yosef says a different take. He, he's a he's a He's like a, you know, a Maimonides, you know, always a, like a realist, whatever, I don't know what you call it. Rationalist. rationalist. So he's a rationalist. He says, Besa Mesva Yosef. Uh, a, a dwelt-in house is settled, okay? And the idea is, is that if a guy lives in the house, he, you know, he'll oil the things, he'll make sure everything's working. He's keep, there's upkeep that happens automatically when you're living in a house. He'll notice when there's a leak. All these things that naturally happen are taken care of by having a dweller in the house. That's what the value is, okay? My benai, what's the difference between these two things, the, the demon version or the, or the rationalist version? Okay, so He's using it for storage, for wood, straw. He keeps things in there, you know, but he doesn't live there. So if it's the first thing, Anything that you, if it's used and you go in sporadically, that will suffice to keep the demons out. But you're not living there to know when there's leaks. You're not. It's not the same. You know what I'm saying? As uh, as and so if it's the latter reason of Rav Yosef, so then that's only would apply to a house that's actually lived in, not a house that you store stuff in. That's the basic difference. Okay. However, there was a fellow, Debana Padna Al Kilkalta. He built. A um, uh, he built something on a on a alkilkalta diasmi, so he built like a I don't know a, a, a house or something on top of the uh, property belonging to the orphans. Okay, Agbe Rav Nachman Rav Nachman just took it away from the guy. So what's going on? You have to pay. That's why he took it away from him. He said they should pay. Um, and he didn't pay. He says, you lose your house. You had no business. I there was no, there was no, they weren't renting his house. There was actually others that lived there. And, you know, I don't know, nomads, whatever it was, there's people who were like, 
you know, putting up these shanties in the in the big property, and they paid uh, like a nominal fee as a rent. And uh, Amrle, and he told the guy who built this nicer house, um, you know, Zil Paisinu, he asked me, go, you have to pay something. I mean, you're using the land, and they were getting something for it. Work out a deal. He says, what do I care? And so what, they're not using it? No. So the fact that he refused, so Rav Nachman told, told him, okay, that's it, you lose the property. Out, you know, gets the sheriff and out you go. An eviction, okay? You see that where Rav Nachman lived, it was like in Texas, you know, guy doesn't want, guy doesn't pay, doesn't pay his rent, out the door. It's not like New York where you gotta give him enough notice and fighting. Guy could live there for a long, long time. Different, different system. Okay. All right. Moving on to the next time. But the bottom line is Okay, that's the bottom line. Okay, next thing is How does he pay what, the, what, he, what he benefits? So, uh, and uh, we talked about the, the cases of uh, eating from the pri- private domain or eating in the public domain. Okay, so, and he turns his head. We're talking about the animal, turns its head. Okay, and Shmuel Amar Afilu Machzeres Nami Pater. Even if it's in the road and turns its head to the side of the road, he's also Pater. Okay, so it's a machlokas here between Ram and Shmuel whether turning the head to the side is considered diverting from the public domain or not. That's what seems to be the machlokas over here. So the Gemara says, "Ul Shmuel Hechi Mishkachas Lod Mechayev." What's the case of Chiv? Can going to Shvakta Lerchava? It leaves the road. The Azla Vekama Betzid Lerchava, and it's standing now on the side of the road, then in eating. Okay, but if it's just turning its head to the side of the road, that's still part of the normal activity of a, a you know an animal shouldn't be within stretching reach when it's walking in the regular spot. You shouldn't have left your food that close to. Him. Others put this discussion, this machlokas between Rab and Shmuel, in a standalone, not coming off the Mishnah. If the animal standing in the middle in the road and turns its head to the side to eat, Rav Amar Chayav as it's Chayav, because that's eating from the side. So when is he paying full damages? That it'll be Chayav. Walked away, diverted off the road, and now it's fully standing with its feet on the side of the road, and that's the case. So, Master of Nachmar Yitzchak, we quoted in the Mishnah, we learned in the Mishnah, from if it eats from the opening of the store, Mishnah is Mashin, it pays what it benefits. So, what's the case? Obviously, it's eating from the opening of the store. His store is not in the middle of the street. It's and it's saying you're only paying Masha Masha uh, uh you're paying Masha Nenis. Isn't it talking about Bimaxeris when it turned its head? Vikamar Mashanis, it only pays Mashanis in Masha Zikalo. So you see Rav is wrong and Shmuel is right. Turning your head in the middle of the road, you're not Khaiv. So the says, Humos of Love Yes, the question we also gave the answer. The Kaiman Bakarin Zavis. We're talking about where it's in a corner. If you look at the picture on the Rashi, it, they're walking from a wider alley, um, and then it, the road narrows, 
and now and the store is right on the narrowing part so the 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 animal did not have to turn its head at all to eat me pesach that's why it's paying bishalemes mashenenes but if it had to turn its head to the side you see why it was walking from the big alleyway to the narrow alleyway and the store was sticking in in the narrow narrower alleyway that's the case okay igadamri there's a version B of this whole thing. Everybody agrees, even Shmuel, that if you turn your head and the animal turns its head to eat, that's Chayev. Okay? We're talking about a different case. The case is that the guy who lives on the side of the road, he, he pulled his property inwards, it didn't make his fence for the property line all the way to the end of his property. He pulled it back a little, and he's granting to the public that space, kind of. Okay? He gives them a little overage space. And this is what it's saying. Rab says, It's only if it turns its head. Um, that you're chayiv. Avol mekatsa maka mirshus lushus harabim, and the guy put his produce right there, even though it's his private property. But he pulled it, his private property. He sort of donated it to the rishus harabim. Petura, the guy's not obligated because it didn't turn its head. The animal's walking right over that area, so that's why he's potter. Chayiv is also going to be chayiv in that case as well. So maybe this machlokas between Ram and Shmuel is really machlokas by Bor Bishuso. Meaning, Rav says that your potter, if I put a, a dig a, a pit in my own property and then I grant the surrounding area of the pit to the public, but I left the pit as my private property and now is a pit that's right accessible to the public because all the property surrounding it is is now usable by the by the public, and then it falls into the pit. Am I chayav or not? Rav, who says that you're potter for meeting there, so because he didn't have to turn his head to eat, so therefore he holds barbishusai is chayav. Uh, he says that for eating from there you're chayav. You have no business eating there because of barbishusai is potter. Sounds like it would be attached to each other. So Amalach, Rav, Rav could tell you not true. Really, I hold, Be'alma in general, Barbishusai Potter. That if you, if you make a pet a pit in this direction, <laughs> happens to be this case as a Machlokas Tanoim, I could hold like this region, the opinion that says that it's Potter. Veshani Achir, it's different. Amr Lav, Kol Kaminach, Demekarevitz, Lulaperusech, Lushusarabim. What kind of business? Why'd you put your produce so close to the public area? That's why I'm potter. And you're like, basically, you're setting my, my, my animal up for, for, for problems. You know, like that's what you're, it's like a setup, you know. That's uh, some people, like they, they can never sell anything. So they put it like in a very rickety spot and they say, you not you break it, you owe, you, you pay for it. But it's like, you know, like, it's like in a fault just by looking at it. <laughs> right, exactly. Don't wear a jacket either. Exactly. Don't wear They make it in such a way because they're not selling anything. They're just, you're breaking. Oh, man, you have to pay. That's Whatever. Right. 
That's exactly. Don't even go into such a story. Anyway, the idea is, is my yase is an expression. You give a kid a credit card, you send them to the street where all the prostitutes are, and um, you know, and you say, and then, and, and you expect him to stay, not do anything wrong. There's an expression, mayasa ben you, You're setting him up for, you give him the means, you're setting him, putting him in the place where he can do all those things, of course he's going to sin. What do you want? And the same is true here. You put the fruit out right in front of my mouth of my animal, and what do you expect me to do? Uh, you made it. You made it too easy, so you're making my, me obligated. They don't think. Don't put a stumbling block for a wine person? Well, it's not exactly that, but no. you want, here Here it's not a stumbling block, it's I want you to pay now. <laughs> it's like, right? He's like, he's like, yeah, uh, he owe me for it. Yeah, well, that's for sure. That case, I'm just giving an no. example of the cow over here. No, I, prostitutes don't take credit cards. Okay, okay. You sure. could dispute it. How do you know this? You could dispute it. How do you know this? He has few daughters. Well, <laughs> yes, yeah, four. Yes, four. Okay, Shmuel Amar. Shmuel says, Bi alma Really, I can hold this as Shmuel can say that a barbershusai is chayv. The bishlam bar ikel memer lavadaiti. Who's going to notice that there's a pit over there? Avoperus mikel memer lavadaiti. You see the produce out there. So you see it. So it's not like it's something that's hidden. You know, a pit is easy to miss, and that's uh, setting you up. But and therefore you're responsible. But the food, the food you see, so you shouldn't keep away from it. Okay. So now we're remember. So we're turning the head is uh, first. We thought that was a machlokas. Rav and Shmuel. Second version is that they both agreeing that you're chayiv. And now we're asking a question. Lema Maxeris, the animal is standing in the public and turning its head to the side. Lema Maxeris Tanoi, maybe it's a machlokas Tanoi. The Tanya the Bible says like this. If it ate from the middle of the road, Meshalem is Mashe, then is it only pays benefit, not, not actual value. Mitzidur Chava, but it eats from the side of the road, Meshalem is Mashe Zika. Divrei Rameir, the Rabbi Yehuda, that's Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda on the one side. It's not normal for it to eat, only walk. Now, what does he mean? Of course, it's a, so what, what is he trying to say over here? It's not very clear what his opinion is. So, maybe the difference is Machseres. Meaning, if you're standing in the road and you turn your head, that's not out of the norm, and therefore you're only chayv mashenenis. What your benefit is, not what its value is. You pay for damages because it should no business turning its head. It's the pub, The road is for walking, not turning and stretching no, out to the sides, not extending its neck. Okay, stretching its neck out. So the Gemara says, "No, not true. This is not what the machlokas is between the two sides, between Rameir and Rebid on the one, and Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Lazar on the other." Could be Maxeris is Chayev, could be Maxeris is Potter. What are they arguing in? They're arguing in the definition of Beer Bisteacher. Remember, that's the case, that's this puzzle that says that you're Chayev for damaging other property. So that's the question. It has to be in the field, in another one's field, and not in the public domain. Others, and not in the Mazik's property. But in Bishus Sarabim, you could be Chayev. 
Why? What do you mean? In my property? I can say, well, who asked you to put your produce in my, my land? Oh, you have no business. So if my animal eats it, it's, it's perfectly within my rights. So Ella, the Ilfa, the Rebbe Oishia, the question, and the Machlokes here is, in the case of Ilfa, like we discussed in the review of yesterday's daf, Ilfa was talking about a case where it ate off the back. Was it? Well, Ilfa was uh, right. It ate off the back of the one animal. Ate off the back of the other animal. That was Ilfa, and uh, in the public domain. And Ravosia. Well, we had we had we just had it. Uh, was it, I'm not sure if it was in the review or is it? Yeah, it was in the review yesterday's stuff. And or or it jumped up and ate. Uh, uh, and ate off the back of the other one's animal. Now, you know, so either one, uh, that's, the, that's the discussion over here, is that Chayev uh, or Potter, is that uh, eating from Rishos Nizik or not, that's what the Machlokas is over here between these Tanoim, and that's the story with that. Brings us to the new Mishnah. The dog and the goat, they jumped off a, a roof, and they landed and broke things. Okay. He pays full damages. Why? Because that's what dogs and goats do. They jump. The dog that took a biscuit, okay, it's like a type of uh, biscuit that's roasted on top of uh, on top of the coals, right? And uh, and it was but they had a coal attached to it. And um, and then he went to a uh, 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 like a, a pile of hay, right? a haystack, a haystack, and Achal ate the it ate he it ate the the biscuit, the hitlik hagadish, and then it lit up, uh, it, it it put the fire on the on the uh, haystack. Allah Kharari mishaleim nezik shaleim pays full damages. Why? Because that's shade, regular shade. It needs that stuff. Allah gadish mishalem chazi nezik. I don't know if you know how they do it. They you know, it became a thing, a very yeshivish thing. They take a kishka and you slice it up and you put it on the grill. That's uh, food. So that's a similar type of thing. It's like a what biscuit. But well, it doesn't burn down the grill. No, it doesn't catch. Well, that did it on the coals and it attached to the coal. Yeah. Anyway, that's what happened. What is anyway, it with the kishka? What is it? I'm just saying, what is a harara? Harara is like a biscuit, some type oh. of food that goes on the grill. So Directly on the coal. Similar, right? Yeah, well, okay. Anyway, bottom line is, time of the kaftu, it's only chayev, uh, uh, the case is that it's chayev for jumping. Okay? potter. But if it would fall off the roof and break things, potter. Alma, kosavar, does, means that the mission is holding. It is a very big discussion. starts off negligence by letting it go up on the roof. That was a negligent thing to do. Make sure your animal's not going up on the roof, right? But it fell down, which is an oinus. That's not normal. Potter, you're potter. So it's a raya that uh, is potter. So the Gemara says, Tanya Namach, and the Bryce says so as well. Hakal Bagdisha Kavtsa Mershagag, Vishav is a kill Mishalam Nezak Shalom. Naflo, Peturin, falls as potter. So you see, Tchilasim Bibshia, Vishav Bainis, is potter. So Gemara says, We know there's an opinion like that. Beautiful. Which happens to be the halacha, that So how would they explain this Mishnah? The answer is, We're talking about where there are utensils that are only close to the wall. There are no utensils far away. Meaning, 
it, it, by letting it on the roof, it's like no harm. What is it going to do? Jump down? It's not going to land on anything because every time an animal jumps, further, it jumps jump away from the wall. It doesn't and the and the kalim are lined up against the wall, so there's no. It's trilas, It's not trilas and b'pshia. Trilas and b'pshia is if there's kalim on the ground and nobody's letting it go up there, but there's no kalim within range mm-hmm. of a jump. The chikavtsi b'kvitsa lai If it jumps down, it'll never land on kalim. This is not a trilas and b'pshia. That's how they would explain the Mishnah. Amr um, Zvid, Mishmei the Rava, so Rav Zvid said, "Name of Rav, Pam Shapilu Naflu Namichayim." There will be time that it will be high for falling. Excuse me for falling. Mishkachas La, because the roof, if it's a rickety wall, meaning the mark on the rooftop, the that the the which is the fence on the roof, is kind of not sturdy. Mind you, the boiler lasuki daita denafo. Uh, you should have thought that it would denafalarchi. You should have thought that maybe the the, the the bricks will fall down because it's not not dirty. So if so, if but they didn't. It fell still denafalinu, and the animal fell. So that's regular So we're talking about a very narrow wall. Either it's like a a pitched roof, which it could easily fall from. Um, and that would be the explanation. Um, so if it's very narrow, not not a bad wall, but a narrow wall, then it's like a, it's like a, there's an expectation that it's normal for once the animal's up there to fall down. It's not normal for it to fall. If it's sturdy, it will naturally jump. But uh, it might be falling is one of the possibilities if it's very narrow. And that's the story. We'll stop over here. And take it.